0: Welcome to the Limitless Grit Podcast, where we have conversations with social entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and ordinary people who are achieving extraordinary results. And now, here is your host, Shristi Gajarel. Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to a very, very special episode of the Limitless Grit Podcast. I actually had to pinch myself to believe that I had the opportunity to interview one of the greatest closing pitcher in the history of baseball, Mariano Rivera. So I read his book The Closer a few months ago and it had a huge impact in my life and I knew I had to share his story in my podcast. So most people know him as one of the greatest major league baseball player, but very few people know about 20 years of his life he spent in Panama, his faith, his unique mindset, and his amazing relationship with his wife. Reading his book honestly felt like I was reading a script from a Hollywood movie. This man was signed by Yankees for just $2,000 and did not know a word in English when he first landed in Florida. He proves without a doubt that anything is possible with hard work, grit, and courage. Mariano has so much wisdom and one thing that everyone who knows him agrees is that this man has faith that can move mountains and knows that greatness lies in one's ability to be humble. I can honestly talk about his accomplishments for hours, but I want you to learn from Mariano himself. I hope he inspires you to have more courage, grit, discipline, and focus like he has inspired me. And I also want to give a special shout-out to my very dear friend, Kyle Byrne. Without whom, this episode would not have been possible. So thank you, Kyle. And without further ado, everyone, Mariano Rivera. Thank you for coming to my show.
1: Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure to be in your show.
0: (laughs) So um, I wanted to ask this question. Uh, Last week, you mentioned that you could have, you know, like the most expensive equipment or you could have the most expensive, um, like, computer, but if it's not connected to the source, it's worthless. So what does it mean to be connected to a source?
1: Well, I mean, what I was talking about, uh, the way that you were talking about last week, we were talking about uh, uh, being connected to the power, We're connected to the source, meaning, I mean, talking about uh, uh, Jesus Christ. You know, that is the source, that's the power. Mm -hmm. You know, and for me, I mean, uh, giving my life to Christ was the uh, most interesting thing, most most interesting uh, uh, thing that i ever done because, I mean, uh, um, He has given me opportunities. He has opened doors that no one has opened for me, you know. So, I mean, uh, again, uh, being connected is that uh, He is the source. He is the power, you know. And if we need something in life, uh, as believer or non-believer, I mean, knowing that uh that God is says, and uh, uh, Jesus is our source. I mean, uh, for us to to stay connected is the key, and that's what I mean when you stay stay connected to the source of of, of power.
0: Do you think who you would be who you are today without that source?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I won't. I, I don't. I, I know that I won't be uh, who I am or where I am without that source.
0: So you know, like I was reading your book and I felt like I was reading a script from a Hollywood movie because you were born in Panama, your dad was a fisherman, and. I don't know where you get to try out for I think Cowboys team baseball team in Panama Mm -hmm. and you help your dad make Fisher nets in the morning, then you like take two and a half hour trip to tryouts and you like get bullied there. But at the twenty years later you are the greatest closer. So do you think that's purely talent or how much of it is skill?
1: Well, I mean, uh, uh, you have to have the talent, definitely. Uh, you have to have the skills, you know. But at the same thing, at the same time, you have to have something called passion. Passion will move you to do things regardless, you know. You have to set the standards, and uh, with that, you push forward regardless who will tell you uh, that you're not know, good for that. Or you're going to have obstacles. And those obstacles are are coming from even our uh, 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 family members. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to uh, stay uh, in pursuit of what you believe. You know, so not only, again, not only that, but you have to have passion to move forward. Definitely you have to have the talent. You have to have the, uh, the, uh, the abilities. But if you don't have passion for that, Anything that come, you know, your way, meaning oh you don't you don't have it or you don't have what it takes to get there, that will be in your mind and, and guess what? You won't do it. But if you have passion, it will move you forward regardless of what happened.
0: I think what I learned from your story is like you are so disciplined. I don't think I've ever read about someone who's more disciplined than you are. But what's so interesting about that story is like as a kid you were very rebellious. You I think you like left your school. Um, you, you used to go out a lot. You used to get in fights. What was the point in your life when you left that lifestyle and dedicated towards being more disciplined and pursuing your passion of baseball?
1: Well, I mean, uh the reason it was rebellious is because I mean, I have an explanation for that. I mean, uh, most of the time uh when uh, in this in this was the fights because most of the fights occur or happen in school Mm. reason why because I mean as a fishing village where I live uh, we were working with fish and we were uh, basically creating a a flower out of fish so that flower is is basically a, a Supplement for cows and, and those animals like that, mm-hmm. horses and things like that. So, but that smells. And every time that you, if you're in the town, don't matter what, when the factory is going, mm-hmm. I mean, you end up smelling like that. You know, it don't matter where you hide. So I was getting to school and then I, I, was, I was getting bullied. I was getting bullied by that. And, uh, and uh, you know, it came to the time that I explained why. But, and then the other times, you know, mm-hmm. I just had to just continue uh, doing what it needs to be done because, I mean, I was bullying at the time and I wasn't accepting that.
0: But I think you always knew who you were. You know, even wh- like when you went for tryouts, you, you had a sh- hole in your shoes, you didn't have gloves and people were making fun of it. And you're like, I'm here for the game, right? You always knew who you are. Did you always know that or was there a point when you realized your no, worth? I-
1: I always was like that since I was a little boy. You know, I, I couldn't care less about what I have or what I didn't have. It would, if we didn't have it, we would make it happen. You know, but it was the love of the game. When I, when I was there, when I went there, it was just because I have passion for the game. I love I have love for the game. And, uh, and nothing else because I didn't have a glove that would stop me. Or shoes, perhaps, that would stop me. So, I mean, uh, I was determined. And always has been whatever I want to do. I mean, I just, uh, I believe that you have to do what you need to do in your part, in your behalf, you know, and mean, the rest, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I believe in the Lord. So, I mean, he has, again, opened the doors for me. So I just have to just uh, trust it and, and do my part.
0: You um, also talk a lot about your dad and he was like really hard on you and asked you to do 10 things and you had to do 10 things if now you got in like big trouble oh yeah <laughs> and did that help you to be ultimate closer
1: that helps me to be a uh, responsible that helps me to 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 respect others that helped me to be polite and my father was strict but at the same time that was the way that he learned how to uh to correct us you know as his kids so i mean uh, uh Thank God for that because I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be as persistent or determined uh, to have that determination or to be determined because He He put that in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yes. If He told me that I had to do ten things and I didn't, I do nine and a half. The half that I didn't do, I'll be punished. Out. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, and at that time, you know, you don't understand being a youngster. You don't understand, but. When you come to an age where you understand what's going on, I mean, I do definitely appreciate uh, all those moments because it made me better. At the end, it made me better. And, uh, you know, I don't know about the ultimate closer, but I, uh, I would say that uh, it helped uh, I build my character and build foundation. So, I mean, that my father was a big part of that.
0: And one chapter when I read it, I had to, like, put it down and cry. It was when you're 19 years old and you're in that boat and it was about to drown and your two choices were either you were going to drown in the boat because the pump failed, or a sharks were going to eat you and you barely survived and that was like it was just even hard for me to imagine and what did you learn from that chapter in your life and that was right before you came to the United States yes
1: too. I mean what I learned that I knew this before that happened that I, I didn't want to be a fisherman period you know the reason what I was doing is because I wanted to uh I wanted to raise some funds yeah. I wanted to raise some money you know and then uh and then uh go to uh, school and uh pursue the uh because I wanted to be a, a auto mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, uh, uh, that was my my goal. So that's what I was working uh, on my father's boat. But uh, when we have that incident, uh, uh for sure, I said, well, this is not for me. Now, if I thought that this wasn't just a way to save some money, well, I had to find another way because I ain't gonna do this again, you know. And then the, uh, the Lord opened the door for baseball and uh, that's what happens. But at the same time, like you said, yeah. It's a it's a that job is tough you know fishing is not easy it's not easy uh, your life is always in dangers uh, the maneuvering the work itself is is hard job so I mean uh, uh a lot of incidents happens and in, uh, where people I may mean, get injury and those injury are not just like a broken finger just losing a finger or a hand or, or arm and and things like that but uh at the same time is you know that's what was happening at our town you know but at the same time uh i knew for sure that i didn't want to to be doing that
0: it's so funny is um in baseball wise other players they would like watch games after they go home or they want to figure out like how to do better with you you're just like I just want every single shot to be the best shot, and you always focus on keep it simple, keep it efficient and 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 that's something that I think I'm gonna use in my life too because especially with like social media and everything it's so easy to go in like ten different directions and not get anything done but that's such a beautiful concept like tell us how you learned about.
1: You know? Well, simplicity. Uh, my mind is not too bright to, <laughs> to, do, uh, to put too much things on my mind. So I always try to, to, uh, to make things simple. You know what I mean? The game of baseball is hard. It's hard enough for me to start thinking too many things at one time. It just simplify things. You know, in life, you know our life is, is hard. It's not easy. But if you're trying to, to put so much effort in a lot of things that you don't control, and instead of be efficient in something that you control and and, and and be determined and simplify things, you know, I think you'd be more accomplished. You can accomplish a lot of more things than just spread out too much and don't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I I, I, I try to apply that in my life and since I was a little boy. You know, I was just I just trying to enjoy whatever I was doing, just trying to enjoy And that was baseball. Well I mean baseball I enjoyed as much as I could, you know. Regardless, you know, whatever happened, even if, even when, when I lost games and get got beat, you know, I, you know, it's part of the game. It's part of the teaching, part of the learning that you just have. I didn't, I didn't took it as a, as a beating. I took it as a, as a, learning process, mm-hmm. and that for me was something special that I uh, that I use it even now in life, you know. I mean, uh, moving forward. You know, I'm no, more in, I'm no longer in baseball, but at the same time, all those sense concepts, I can still use it and apply it in my I mean, normal routine. I mean, life, you know, because my life continues. So so for me, always is easier when I simplify things.
0: How do you simplify things? Like, for instance, right, building this church, how did you simplify? Because this is a huge decision. You're here twice a week, you know, and... Your foundation,
1: how do you simplify that? Yeah, well, we're here three times a week, sometimes four times a week. But at the same time, you know, I mean, okay, simplify things like, okay, why I, I wanted to worry about the things that you have to control when I don't have control of it. You know, I gave you a, a assignment. You're supposed to take care of that assignment. I don't have to worry about that because if you start worrying about that, I won't be, I won't be efficient in what I have to concentrate on what I have to do. That's what I mean when I like to simplify things. You know, I mean uh, uh on my job was the same thing. You know, I don't like I don't need to to start thinking about okay who we're gonna place face tomorrow. How we're gonna do this. How I'm gonna I don't know how we're gonna do it as long as we do it. You know how I'm gonna get my job done. I just gonna think one one pitch at a time. Mm-hmm. You know and then uh and then uh One hour at a time. I cannot get five hours in one shot. You know, it's it's simple. I mean, again, I like to live my life simple.
0: And you're so present too. If I could like have three lessons from your life, it's like simple, efficient, and present. And do you practice being present Mm -hmm. or... (laughs)
1: <laughs> no i don't practice see i didn't practice none of this thing i practice baseball <laughs> <laughs> but none of these things you know we got i think that's part of you i think it has has to come within yourself you know it has to be you yourself you can know? we learn that you don't i don't think you learn that though i think it has to come with your package you have to care There's things that just come come with you you know i mean and you have to uh uh, one thing, though, one thing that you have to understand: not because you have been blessed, you're better than anybody else. That's one thing that you, that we all have to understand. Not because I play baseball, I'm smarter than you. Not because I, I, I did whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm better than you. No, no, it's because I mean, the Lord allowed me to or, or blessed me that way, and I took advantage of it. I use it. So I mean, uh, but that was saying me. In any way that I'm better than you or anybody. We all the same. And when you think like that, things come easier. You know, you respect people the same way you want them to respect you. Not for what you have, but who you are as a person. Living is just respecting others for you can get the same respect back in a, in a joyful way, you know, that are, uh, that are uh, make us human. That's a human being, you know, not just, we know animals, you know, we're human beings and we should be treating and giving the same respect that you want to be respected.
0: If someone else said me that, I'd be like, oh, but since I like went to school in your shell, and I know so many people who have met you or so many people who know about you and I was even in Apple Store a few weeks ago and this guy takes picture of baseball team and every single person I meet, the first thing they say about you is you are one of the most humble people they've ever met.
1: The humbleness is, is something that again, you know, you don't you don't think it because you uh, you say you're humble. It's is that you humble. Humbleness had to show. It's it's like a, a fruit. You know, if you, you have a, 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 a tree, a fruit tree, a mango tree, okay, mm-hmm. and that mango will give pears. No. It can never hit pear or apples. It has to give you mango. All right. By their fruit, you know them. All right. So it's humbleness like that. You dress, you dress yourself. You pick up and dress yourself as humble. Meaning that you whatever you do, you know, it's just just out of your will. It's, it's flow from you. It's nothing that you have to push, nothing that you have to uh, uh oh I have to be humble. No, it doesn't work like that. You no, know, it's just just something that's natural, it's flow.
0: You give to the world what Explode. you have in
1: your heart. Exactly. It's a, it have to come within yourself. You cannot fake it. Mm-hmm. You cannot fake. You cannot fake humbleness. You try to walk no, no. You know. You know that it's fake. You know, but when, again, when that comes, I know where I come from. You know, I never forget my town, my hometown, Panama. I'll never. I'll never. Not because I live here. No. You know, I always will uh, 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 represent my people, uh, like I represent the New York Yankees, like I represent my, my parents, I represent my family, I represent uh, Latino community, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that you have to take in consideration. We need to be aware of that, you know, in, in homelessness, it just comes just automatically. You know, it doesn't you can and that's a good thing that you just can try to be humble. Oh, I wanna be humble today. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> happen like that. Yeah.
0: Also, you talk about Brian Taylor, who was signed for Yankees for one point five million dollar, and you're signed for two thousand dollars. And you said that he was compared to Mozart and you were compared to a project. And he got into a fight and you know, his shoulder got hurt. And his whole life changed because of that one incident.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you loved him dearly. How did that incident impact you as a person? I mean,
1: that incident was was a, it was a tragedy because I mean he wasn't the same after that. He tried, he got surgery and tried. Uh BT, we'll call him BT Brian Taylor. You know, he signed um, I believe in nineteen ninety two. I signed professional baseball in nineteen ninety. And uh, I played with the man a few years, I think I believe in 1992. And uh, he had so much talent, raw talent. I mean, he was spectacular. This boy was something special to see, you know. You know that he he had to learn a lot, but the talent was there, and he was learning. That's what it, that's what hurt the most, besides the person that he was, you know that. He was learning and doing everything within his power to get better. And he was doing it. And when we heard that that accident happened, you know, I mean, it was, it was so disappointment, you know, that, uh, someone out there wanted to hurt someone like that, you know, and, and they are, they are out there, you know, you just have to watch that teach me that, you know, you just, you just can't put yourself in the situation that you're going to fail. You know, I mean, uh, uh, things like that, sport, bars, things like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's putting one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you know, it's, it's putting yourself to, to fail. Mm. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I mean, uh, uh, it happened to a friend and it happened to a teammate, and, uh, you know, the rest was not a good result. But, uh, yes, there is something for us to learn. And just yes, we put our position in that situation, you know, and I said, wow, I'm here to be doing something and look where I am and look what happened. You know, I mean, you're representing, especially myself, i representing my family, you know, I mean, I come here to get a job, to do a job and, 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 pro, and produce and provide for them and if my arm get hurt and, and, and especially in situations like that
0: yeah.
1: how I'm going to live you know like without regret yeah. yeah you know it's, it's, it's a tough decision you know I mean yeah. and unfortunately Brian Taylor went through that and uh, we all suffered we all felt it but you know we had to move on yeah
0: um, I wanted to ask this question for myself and everyone who's listening right now You, I think, met your wife when you were in kindergarten, and you both started dating. First grade, yeah, Yeah. first grade. Uh, So you both started dating when you were in in your teens. Yeah, in the teens,
1: yeah, 14, 15.
0: Yeah, and you said, like, the best day of your life was when you married her. And, I mean, I've seen you both together, and you're still in love, and you say you would not be a New York Yankee without your wife. And for someone who's in their 20s and 30s, what? Should they look for when they are looking to find their soulmate or find their life partner because it looks like you have made such a great decision?
1: Yeah, we have a lot of things in common and not come, you know. She's not five, seven, or six feet high, you know, <laughs> she's five feet, I would say. But uh, you need a person in your side, not because the look or that's 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 appealing, you know, but what is inside? You know, that's what marks a person. A person that is there for real or for what you have or for who you are. You know what I mean? So I mean Clara has been the person that uh you know we were we grew up in the same neighborhood, the same town. We know we share the sense we were little things <laughs> and uh we got married when we were 20 she was 20 i was 21 and uh i knew that the lord put it on my path mm-hmm. i know that she was the person that the lord chose for me so and you felt important. in that club right yes i felt it on that club Listen, so sometimes everything that has happened between her and i it was just the lord put it in there it was the, it wasn't me i mean uh it was something that uh it's like I don't believe in magic. I believe in in destiny. I believe in, in 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 purposes, but that was something like that, you know. But at the same time, you know, I mean, what I said that uh, if she was saying in my life, I don't know, even if I would have been in baseball, because. You talk about those ages from 16 to 18, 19, before 20, those ages were critical for my life, you know? And uh, she was there too. I like to party and dance and all that stuff. She was the total opposite, you know? But since I wanted to be with her, I wanted to, you know, uh, be together with her, in love with her. So she was pulling me away from all that stuff, you know? The little that I knew, you know? And uh, it was the best thing that happened for me because, I mean, uh, and then, you know, the support, you know, I mean, uh, 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 raising the kids while I wasn't there. You know, I mean, uh, uh, all, all that stuff that come with that responsibility, she was there. So she made, uh, we work as a team and she made my job easier because I, I have to focus on baseball what she was, you know, being a man and, and wife at the same time, it's not easy. It's not easy. But again, you know, I thank God for her because uh, it was something special, something that I, that I only God can do because no man can do something like that. And uh, that's what I said. She's a special woman.
0: So it's like... Having same values and having people you can truly trust—that would be something to. Work yes, for. we
1: are. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. You have to have. You have to have a, a, a person that share the same values, that treasure values. You know, because I mean, if you don't have that, it's just gonna be a mess. You know, so I mean, before you get into a relationship, my advice will be: Well, you better. You better uh, understand each other before you go to that next level. You know, I mean, I was with her. I mean, I knew her from since I was little. We were little, but we were together. You know, for uh, almost six years, and then we got married. So we 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 know each other very good. But still, still, when you marry, it's just a lot of bunch of other stuff. You know, you 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 tell that you know the person, but uh, it's still, it's a lot of more to know. But uh, but it's amazing, though. It's amazing. It's amazing when you have someone that uh, really uh, have the values that you have and and treasure Mm -hmm. and believe it, you know, and and be there in the good times and the bad times, you know what I mean? Because it's it's, it's something, but when you're going through it, it's it's a test. That's a test. And and every marriage will go to tough times and, and good times with a lot and with not much. Every marriage goes through that.
0: What do you do in tough times? Like, in, is it tough, going...
1: in tough times, someone has to be the anchor. And many times, she was the anchor. Many times. So, I mean, with that, someone has to uh, 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 stay firm, you know, and believe that it's going to be fine, that everything is going to go through. Everything is going to pass, and we will continue moving forward, pushing forward, you know, giving our best, and, and not just that uh, give up for something happened, something random that happened. You're just going to give up because now you said, oh, I can't understand you no more. I don't want to be there with you no more. It's, it's it's not like that. You know, understanding that you have to treasure marriage as God treasure, you know, and that's the way we uh, we have been. So, I mean, again, that's what I said. Thank God for her. You
0: know what's so beautiful about your life is you were offered twenty million more another team, and you still stayed with the Yankees because you treasured Yankees, and you know, like even with the relationship, you said, if you commit to something, you have to treasure and you have to work on it. And I think our generation we are so entitled and we get like instant gratification like all the time. We forget how important it is to work hard on something you believe in and stick with it.
1: Exactly, and that's and that's where the passion comes. You know because I mean not because someone else offered me more than what the Yankees was giving me. I'm gonna run and say, okay, I'm gonna do this. No, no, you had to you had to think, you had to thought. you had to talk, you had to, to say hey, the Yankees have been my thing for since I was a little kid. You know, and now that I'm that I'm having it, I'm gonna move because someone's giving me uh, a dollar more. No, it's not, it's not, you know. I mean, again, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's business, you understand that, but at the same time, you have to think about, you know, a relationship, you have to think about uh, uh, loyalty, you have to be a uh, prophet and listen. So all that come to the to the path, all that come to uh, uh what do you do with this, you know, and, and not because uh, someone else has offering you a little bit more. You're going to throw that in the through the window and then just okay I'm gonna go with this. No, it's not it's not right. It's no it's no value on that. You know, so I mean you have to and that's the way you would treat uh, uh your family. You know, I mean uh, uh, and it, that's unacceptable.
0: And Yankees are your family.
1: Yes, they are my family. Yes.
0: Everyone asked me to ask you this question. Um I believe you were practicing with one of the players named Romero and out of nowhere your cut fast ball was you
1: know, you just had your cut fastball. Well, I mean, that was uh, that was uh, that was uh, I would say my miracle given by by the Lord, because um, yes, I was playing cash with Ramiro Mendoza, which also is a Panamanian. And uh, uh, since I was six years old, I was throwing the ball the same way, and the ball was doing the same. You know, yes, doing what it's supposed to do now. At that time, I was throwing the ball. The ball was moving, and I didn't know what was going on. And uh, to the point that uh, I went to the game and pitched, and the ball was moving, and not even me or George who was my catcher at the time, uh, know what was going on. And I was petrified because I didn't have no idea where the ball was going. But the Lord knew. The Lord knew that uh, he gave me something special. I just have to learn how to use it. You know, and after... After that year, I mean, uh, I learned how to use that pitch a little bit more. And every year, I was learning about it more and more and more. into, you know, I was able to to control the pitch and be able to use it on my on my uh, my way, you know. And uh, the rest was history. You know, I pitched with that pitch for. Uh, 17 years as a closer that I did with the New York Yankees, and uh, and uh, uh, it was a uh, it was great, it was magnificent. You know, what I mean, uh, using that pitch and, and giving the, the glory to the Lord because He was the one that gave it to me. No, no man of flesh, teach me that.
0: You're so comfortable with your faith, and there are so many people who have faith. But might not be as comfortable as you are. How were you always this comfortable, or did you have to come to a point to?
1: Not always. I was like this because I mean, uh, um, I didn't know, perhaps, I don't know anything about the Bible. I knew a little bit, but not much. Uh, and then uh, my cousin uh, started teaching me about the Bible, about the gospel. About what it was all about, you know, and, and it intrigued me. It, it, I, I felt like in love with it. I felt fascinated with that, and I always wanted to hear it and, and the stories and, and, and the meaning, all of that, you know, and uh, all that was like a new thing for me. So, I mean, my faith grew to a different level, understanding that. And knowing my life and knowing uh, the door that he has opened for me, I knew that uh, it wasn't me. It was something more powerful. I mean, something that was guiding me, you know, through tough times, because it wasn't easy most of the time. But, yes, uh, someone was leading me through uh, obstacles and, 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 again, tough times, but uh, but I wasn't. Although sometimes I was alone, I wasn't alone. You know, and uh, my faith was growing, and to the point that I, I knew that without my faith, it's impossible. I couldn't. I couldn't reach nothing. You know, so definitely for me, my faith is a, a, a number, number one part of, of, of my life. You know, as something that I can't. If you tell me, okay, you have to play, ba- uh, to play baseball, you have to drop your faith. I said, well, I, bye-bye baseball. I can do it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes.
0: How was the moment when you felt you received at the age of 22?
1: Well, I mean, uh, the moment was, I mean, again, you know, uh, through turbulence and tough times and, and, and knowing that, uh. Uh, everything that has been happening is because something is, 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 is doing it. You know what I mean? I know my abilities weren't enough to be where I was, you know what I mean? I was, I signed as a 20 year old man, I signed throwing 86 mile per hour fastball, 87 I think was top. So that's not, that's not something special, you know, but, this cow saw something special for me. And then uh, and I knew there was the Lord that put that in there. You know, and then uh, 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 at the age of 22, being in Tampa and and a lot of things that happened, my wife got sick, I mean, uh, uh, a lot of events, I mean. think she has chicken right? Yeah, and then Mariano, my oldest, I mean, She was like six months pregnant at the time and he caught it and that was bad for him. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of things that uh, uh, I knew that something was going on on my way, you know, that I couldn't pinpoint. But I know that something was happening and uh, he healed Mariano in uh, my wife's womb. Wow. You know, so, I mean, through that, chi- yeah, yeah. Yeah, through that chicken pox. you know, he was sick. He has one of those kids that uh, the, uh, the back of the head was in the head of the vertebrae was something that I was, it wasn't it's supposed to be closed. and was open and with that uh, fluid we'll get into the head wow. and the thing would will, will grow and grow until he would die. You know, so, I mean, uh, the Lord uh, healing from the, you know, and that doesn't happen just like that. That doesn't happen. So we knew there was something special. So that's where uh, we surrounded our life to Jesus and the rest is history.
0: Um, I think your faith helped you with after 2001. You had a really hard time. At 2001, you said you have a feeling you were going to win and you just kind of knew you were going to win, but then you guys didn't. And that really.
1: Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. But at the same time, I knew that the Lord was doing something. I knew because, I mean, I, I, I definitely had that feeling, you know what I mean? I pitched that eighth inning and we were doing so great. And you know, of a things started happening out of nowhere, you know, broken by I threw the ball away. Uh, the things that never happens like that. You know, I'm not a machine, I'm a human being, but I know what my abilities, you know, and then uh, uh, other things, other factors that happen, you know, so I was, I was confused for what happened and uh, I was looking for an answer. And then uh, when I found out what was the reason, you know, I said, well, thank God, because I mean, this is something special. What was the reason? You know, the reason was that uh, my my friend uh, Ricky Wilson I don't know if you remember uh, a plane that crashed, leaving uh, uh, Kennedy on the way to Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Going up uh, something happened and crashed. Uh, so, I mean, and he's supposed to be on that flight, but since we lost, he was booked on that flight but we lost, he moved the flight earlier. Oh wow! You know, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't want no one to to die. You know, things things happens, and I uh, didn't. I didn't. If you ask me, well, you you were okay that uh, these other people die. I said, no, I'm not okay with that. You know, but uh, uh, but at least I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know who were those people. You know, but I know that my friend was was there, and, uh, you know, for some reason, the Lord didn't permit it. You know, and that was what what I got on that, you know, in, in, in many other situations. So, I mean, in, and I understood the game, you know. I asked my question. I was prepared? Yes, I was prepared. I was mentally prepared? Yes. Physically? Yes. Uh, well, it didn't happen. You give, you give, I give my best? Yes, I did give my best. So, you know, I had no regrets. I have no regrets. You know, what I mean, and yes, you said my faith. I mean, uh, uh, made me stronger and, and and kept me moving forward. You know, what I mean, I hurt. You know, I didn't want to to lose the World Series. I didn't want, especially uh, for what happened nine eleven. You know, what I mean, we wanted to win the World Series for the city. You know, and and but the Lord didn't permit it. But I was okay because in the sense that I will, that I give my best, regardless, you know, it hurt me, definitely hurt me, Uh but again, you know, once you do your best, things will not haunt you, you know, but when you don't, things will haunt you, so that, I mean, I was, I was, I was okay with it, I mean, I, I wasn't, again, okay, because we lost, but I don't want to lose our, uh, My friends and his family.
0: You said I would lose a million game over a friend.
1: Yes, yes. I mean that's about. I mean I I respect. I mean you don't call anybody a friend. You know a friend is someone special, and uh, he was special. He's special for me.
0: And your last year, you spent time with people like Preset family who had lost their ten-year-old son and you know the wife got into an accident how was that experience like
1: um and that's my last season you know mean? 2013 i decided to 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 interact with the fans and and to thank them for what they have all the support and all that stuff you know and i end up being blessed by them you know all the the, uh, the Stories that you that I heard and and how that affect my life in the way that I, you know to push it even even more. What we did, it was amazing. You know, except a simple that family in Kansas City. You know, going to the airport. You know, who were going to that? That I, going to the airport. A uh, uh, sign, uh, whatever is gonna fall and it's gonna hit the you family, you car, you end up, uh, hurt, you losing a child. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that, uh, you know, and when you interact with people like this and I was, you know, just hurt, but I survived. And when you have a family that got hurt, wife got hurt and losing a child, I mean, that's huge, you know? So, so, uh, I learned to appreciate even more what I was doing and to appreciate, you know, your kids and life more, you know, because you don't know, you know, going to the airport. I mean, come on, you know, I mean, what is the chances that that that's going to happen? What did happen? So, I mean, appreciating and and having them and, and, and treasure them while you haven't, because you don't know what's, what's going to happen next, what, what's going to happen tomorrow. So whatever you have, and that's what I learned, whatever you have chance to do with your kids or your friends or, or family, whoever it is, just do it because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow.
0: So if people are going through a difficult time, what one Bible phrase would you give it to them?
1: I mean, I use my my, my Bible, verse, and that is Philippians 4.13 which he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Bible never says that it will be an easy ride. Never. The whole Bible never said it will be an easy ride. You will, you will have adversity, yes. But at the same time, it says you have to trust because he has defeated the world. So in that, you know, uh, it gives you hope. It gives you trust. Understanding uh, there is someone more powerful than everything else, you trust that, you know, and, and regardless, regardless whatever happened, He is bigger than everything else, and He's telling us that trusting everything is gonna be fine. It's not gonna be easy, but trust that everything is gonna be fine. I can do all things. Through him, Christ that has overcome.
0: Someone who's listening right now wants to be in Major League and like really admires you, what advice would you give it to him? He might be like 14, 15 years My old.
1: My advice will be to that one that we're hearing right now, will be that yes. Uh having that in mind, having that goal, that desire, that dream. Uh, in your mind, and in your heart, and your whole soul is great. But my best advice will be this, that don't matter how talented you are, you have to finish school. Why I say that? And I always say that even to my son, because remember Brian Taylor. Brian Taylor got hurt. And I don't know if Brian finished his, his education or not. Uh, that I don't know. But and talk about the injury. Injury happens that will cut your career. Sure, that didn't maybe allow you to fulfill your dream. And if you don't finish uh, your education and you don't uh, fulfill your dream, there was baseball or basketball or whatever it was, what you will do now? See, that's a question that every Youngster should ask himself, you know, what should I do if something happened like that? Well, the answer to that is I had to finish school because at least if I didn't finish, if I didn't got my dream, if I didn't have, I didn't got to the promised land, at least I have something that I can use, that I learned, that no one can take away from me. Something that I can work, use it for my benefit too. I'll provide for my family, my future family, for my kids, and on and on. But at least you have something that you can do your whole life. It's so that will be my best advice. You know, yes, pursue your dream, yes, but you cannot forget about education.
0: It's a very practical advice, very efficient and simple. Very
1: efficient and simple. Yeah. <laughs> simple, yes.
0: Last question What is your definition of courage?
1: Oh, See, courage is uh, uh, something that I, you have a goal, okay? And in that goal, you have to prepare yourself. Let's see, our goal was go to the World Series and win it. Well, we don't prepare for the World Series when you get to the World Series. We prepare for the World Series. When we got to spring training. So spring training was the platform that will launch us to the gold. The spring training, the term to us where we end up. If we don't put the offer and the and the and the work and the time to do this, we don't get to that. In the middle, on the way to the promised land, you will Find obstacles that you have to knock down or you have to jump over, but you have to keep pushing. You know, if you don't have the strength and the mentality and the passion and the determination to get there, you might get caught on the first or the second or the third obstacle that you have to find, They will they will be on your way mm-hmm. to get there. So for me, courage is just you know, no matter what comes my way, I'm gonna find a way to get it done. Because it will be easier if you say, well, you know, I try, I try to get it done, but this obstacle was so hard and so uh, impossible for me to knock down or jump over that I that I settle with, ah, uh, I, I try, you know. And they try, most of us use it to justify quitting, justify something that you don't want to to reach badly.
0: It was so courageous of you to finish it even when you tore ACL and MCL at 41.
1: At 41 years old. I mean, it was. How
0: did you do
1: that? And it wasn't easy because at the same time, okay, 2012, it happened. Now, I don't have to prove. Nothing to no one. I have my career done. Mm-hmm. We were doing something special. Mm-hmm. Do I stay there or do I continue? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't the surgery or the or the injury, perhaps at that time that happened. Because the pain was once quick. Happened. It was painful. Yes, but what will determine? For me to come back and finish it, it was my rehab. It's the time and effort that I put on my rehab. The pain, because I knew it would be painful. So am I willing to take that, or I just give up? That I had to choose. That I had to do. And when I decided, you know what, I don't want to see the last scene on Rivera laying on the ground in Kansas City, and that's it. That was the end of my career. No, I wanted to see something different. And I asked the Lord. I so, said, "Lord, give me the abilities and, and, and the passion to finish." It. You know, and he. Did. You know, I, I believe that I have a good year, 2013, and I was able to walk on my own terms. You know, but to get there, it wasn't easy. I had to really, really uh, uh, determine and, and push forward, knowing that I'm gonna face pain i'm gonna face uh times that i just want to give up and and you know you have to be courageous and continue pushing forward regardless and at the end it was it was beautiful wow
0: that's amazing um you also mentioned you don't want to be happy but you want you believe in joy
1: yeah happiness happiness has limitations you know, happiness is, the, happiness is uh, determined by things. Mm-hmm. You know, you have something that uh, will give you happiness for a moment. Mm-hmm. But joy comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Happiness comes from materialism, things, even human. Mm-hmm. But the joy, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is a vision. You know, it's my strength. It's my strength. And it's my strength. So, joy, regardless what the situation is, if you have the joy of the Lord, you have joy. Yeah. You know, it's not determined by, by a, a man or female, by money or by gift, none of not all that stuff. It comes from the Lord. Yeah. And that is what we need to have, that we need to pursue. It, yeah. Joy yeah. is different than happiness.
0: Thank you so much for your time.
1: It was a pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure.
0: Hey, you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. I really, really appreciate your time. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and leave a comment on iTunes. That will mean a lot to me. And also go check out my new website, limitlessgrit.com for show notes. And if you have any ideas or any suggestions, or if you want to just get in touch, shoot me an email at limitlessgrit at gmail.com.